the geometry of the place was all wrong. One could not be sure that the sea and ground were horizontal. You're listening to Cthulhu and Friends, starring Stacy, Mike, Fred, and Steph. I am your game master, Veronica. Hey everyone, welcome back to another exciting episode of Cthulhu and Friends. I'm Veronica. As was previously mentioned in the intro music. I'm Stacy. I play Bellamy. Hey. Hey. Hey, V. It's me, Mike, and I'm playing Todd B. Todd B, the science guy. Todd. And hey, it's me. I'm Steph, and I'm playing Clara. Don't have a good song for you. That's okay. I can't top that anyway, so. Sorry. And I'm Fred, and I play Edward Worthington Third. Oh, whoa, oh, whoa, oh, whoa, oh, whoa, oh, I'm Edward Worthington the third. <laughs> that, yeah, Catchy. it worked. It worked. Yeah. Um, ugh, gross. We're disgusting. But I'm excited that we get to play this disgusting game together. But I don't remember what happened. Someone, Mike, please jog my memory. What happened in the last episode? Last time on Cthulhu and Friends. The crew finds Alan Kempthorne in Diane's hospital room. The crew explains they need to know what is in the chemical that they spray on the plants. Edward convinces Alan to help, and they head back to the Kempthorne estate. Alan explains that they use special water from a pink saltwater spring that bubbles up on the Kempthorne estate. However, he points out that the spring has recently lost its color. Just then, lightning strikes and the power goes out. Soon, the lights come back on and the spring starts bubbling again with pink water. Back at the lab, Todd runs tests on the samples that he collected. He finds the water is pink from blood. Then he begins searching for any vials of blood in the lab. And that's where we left off in the last episode. So we're in the hall and Tess and Bellamy are hardcore making out with one another. There are hands everywhere. There are lab coats on the floor. There is no coffee. And it's just a lot of lips and tongues and two beautiful women just enthusiastically sharing smooches. And Todd, who has now run against the wall. Which does bring the attention of Bellamy to the fact that there is an onlooker. I uh, tear myself away and and start straightening my clothing. <clears throat> uh, coffee, coffee, yep, coffee. And I walk off in search of coffee. Okay. You walk up the stairs. You get the coffee. Do you get one cup or two? So what is the coffee situation? Is it a coffee maker? It is like a restaurant coffee mug. It's not like a Keurig thing or anything. I mean, it's a pot of coffee. Okay, I will pick up the pot of coffee and I will take the pot of coffee back with me. Okay. Bellamy comes down the stairs with a single pot of coffee. 
I, I nod at Tess as I walk past. <clears throat> and then and then I go into the lab. I brought coffee. I have coffee. If anybody wants coffee. We're just gonna drink it out of the pot together. Uh, did you bring cups? I forgot cups, but I could leave the coffee here and go get cups. Uh no, I'm I'm doing good. That's fine. You don't have to. I mean, I could I'll just leave the coffee here and go get cups. I'll be back. And I put the coffee pot on the table. Just any table. And then I walk back out. Okay. That was odd. Yeah? Todd, you don't find any blood in the morgue. Okay, I will just quickly head back into the lab then. Okay. Uh, what you do find is a lancet, and you could just collect some of your own blood. Whoa! I mean, you can Ta- you can draw some of mine if you need to. But I mean, I don't know if either of you have drawn oh. blood before, but. <laughs> uh, so I I didn't find what I was looking for um, out there, and um, so. Yeah. Does somebody want to volunteer to be a donor? Yeah, I'll, I'll do it if, if you need someone. It, was everything okay? Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, everything's good. Yeah. Just needed a little bit of blood. That's it. Okay. And I will sit down on a stool and kind of offer up my arm. Are there any visible marks on Todd's face from smacking into the wall? Todd, high or low for face (laughs) stuff? Um, (laughs) high? 70. Yeah, uh, he actually has a small cut above his right eye. It looks like he just sort of bashed it into something. I start pouring myself a cup of coffee because a coffee pot was provided and I had a cup to begin with. (laughs) Hey, are you okay? Did you? What's what happened to your you have a cut on your face? Oh, um, zigged when I walled. Yeah, zagged. Yeah, what? don't worry about it. Uh, what? Okay. Yeah, I, I, I tripped. That's that's what happened. Hmm. Well, you got a little blood there. I guess if you need blood for your test, right? Uh, it, that that might work. I don't know. We should probably try. Uh, so, what do we need this blood for? Are we? testing it against the spring water blood? Well, uh, I was thinking that the spring water had blood in it, but we didn't try just blood. So I just wanted to see if that would have any straight effect or like what dilution level might be more effective against the plants. Ah, got it. Um, Do we still have any samples of the plants around? Yeah, I believe Tess has 
quite a number because she's been running experiments on them this whole time. Huh. Okay. Well, yeah, if we can learn more about the plants, maybe that'll tell us something about what's going on. Um, I could help draw the blood. I have a little bit of experience with, you know, general first aid oh. and whatnot. Yeah, right? Uh, that would be so yeah. much better because I don't want to... <laughs> hurt Clara here. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I'd feel a little better having Edward do it. <laughs> no offense, Todd. Oh, oh, no. No offense taken. Uh, gives me a chance to go grab some snacks. I'm uh, actually a little hungry. So, uh, yeah. Uh, back in a bit. I look around the room. Is there any first aid kits or supplies that I could use to draw blood, like a blood draw kit? Absolutely, yeah. Um, okay, Clara. So, are you okay with blood? I mean, do you normally... No, you know? I'm... No, I'm fine. Okay. Yeah. So I begin to start opening up the first aid kit. Oh my god, a needle! I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, Clara, you're so funny. Uh. Uh, I start to... Uh, swab her arm with uh, an antiseptic wipe, just kind of cleaning the area. I take her arm into my hand and I pull out what looks like a small capsule that has a needle on the end of it. Okay, so this is just going to pinch a little bit. Um, if you need mm-hmm. to look away, it's fine. Yep, um, I'm good. So I start tapping her forearm to try to make the veins pop a little bit. And then I quickly insert the vial with the the syringe on it into her veins. Okay. You do so. You get a great blood draw. If you wanted to take multiple vials, you certainly can. You bandage her up. That's it. That's all there it is. Not so bad. Um, you should probably drink some water or I, I don't know if we have orange juice here, but you might feel a little faint. Um, yeah. Uh, do we have juice or cookies or something? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They usually um, give you a cookie when you, we, we have a pot of coffee, <laughs> um, <laughs> but we don't have any cups. There's no uh, cups. I mean, you can use my cup if you want. Oh. Uh, sure. Yeah. If you don't mind. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, it's straight. There's no creamer or anything. Um, that's that's fine. I can drink a black one. I have to. Okay. All right. And I will start sipping on the coffee. <sighs> where did where did everybody go? I don't know. If they. I don't know how far away those cups were that Bellamy was getting. Um, now that we're alone, I wanted to mention something. I, I don't know if you noticed back in the library with the books. Um, there were some pictures uh, of a of yeah. what looked like a wedding. And I yeah. know how to bring this up, but I, I'm just going to mention it. I, I think uh, we were married once. 
Todd walks in from the restroom. So that was oh, all the blood. Yeah. Um, Thanks for the coffee. I'm feeling pretty good. Great, great. Um, uh, Todd, yeah, did you need well anything else the, from Clara? Uh, no, no. Um, well, I'm going to go look for more coffee oh, cups. Okay. Because yeah, I'm, I'm going to sit I, here for a second because I'm uh, just to make sure I'm Filling yeah, and cookies. Okay. I, yeah, if you, find, if you need a cookie, I cookies? have a cookie. Oh, well, uh, since you found the cookies, I'm gonna go look for Bellamy and those coffee cups. Uh, um, okay, yeah, maybe she got lost or something. Um, anything something else? You um, know, um, there are some cups over by the bathroom. There's a water cooler. So why don't you go that way? Perfect. Yeah. Water cooler. Okay. Cups, got it. Thank you, Edward. Um, that's Yeah. Yeah. That's no, absolutely. Helpful. Thanks. Yeah. Um, if you ever need blood drawn, I'm your guy. <laughs> you did a great job. Barely hurt. And I am out of the room. Okay. Um, it's oatmeal raisin. Is that... Is that a problem? Oh, I mean, it's at least it's a cookie. <laughs> Edward, as you walk out to get the coffee cups, you hear commotion. And it doesn't take long before you see that in Tessa's lab, there are two figures. The hair looks familiar to you. And you see that they are sort of wrapped in each other's embrace. There's things falling to the floor. And that that's really it, unless you investigate further. Do I think that Bellamy's being attacked by somebody? Oh, um, high or, high or low? <laughs> uh, let's go with high. Yeah, high for me thinking that Bellamy's in danger. Ah, okay. That's a 99. Oh, yeah. I immediately pull my gun out and I rush into the room. Bellamy, are you okay? You see Bellamy on the table, pants down, and Tess pops up. Uh, just a routine get the examination. I was looking for coffee cups. Water cooler. Where's the water cooler? Um coffee cups I'm just gonna go back and I leave I come out of the lab buttoning my pants and like closing the door behind me and I'm just like Edward I I'm sorry I thought you were being attacked was I screaming in pain well I don't know maybe they weren't like suffocating you no what no Oh my god. Like, I'm I'm not gonna tell anybody it, this will no, just be between you and ab- me. No, it's not even about I mean, Todd kinda saw some things earlier, but it's not even about that. It's just you kinda Wait, ruined so, the mood. You know what I'm saying? So this is a thing, you and Tess. I don't know. I don't know. Oh. We're just I but I don't know. No. Nope. We're just trying to no thing judgment. out. It's great. It's uh, it, exciting. It very I, I'm great. Excited for you. She's really hot, but and smart and nice. But anyways, so um, yeah, uh, absolutely no. Um, coffee cups. Coffee cups. I I, I was looking for coffee cups. Yep, me too. Uh, but differently. Um, so 
I will just get the coffee cups and I'll come back. You know, I, I think these are what you're looking for. And she hands you just a set of mugs. I'm going to head on home and I'll catch up with y'all later. Thank you. Sorry. Thank you. Nice meeting you. She finger guns at Edward <laughs> and walks away. Coffee cups. Coffee cups. And I head back into the lab. And I follow. Hey, I found Bellamy and, and we found coffee cups. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Oh. I was worried you got lost or something. So as Edward and Bellamy walk in with cups and are making cup commotions, Todd, you have concocted a mixture that includes some of the compound, a little bit of the pink water, and then you've done another compound with just blood, and that's really it, right? Yeah. So you have those two compounds, and let me know what you do with them. Okay, I'm going to take uh, two different samples of plants, and I'm going to put the compound with the spring water on one and the blood compound on the other. Okay. They both tend to act in the same manner. Uh, There is no growth. But, I mean, you probably need to leave it overnight to get a full understanding as to the effects of each compound. Okay. So, you have your control. Just a regular plant with nothing. Another with the spring compound and another with a blood compound. And you case them up overnight. I will make sure that the blood samples are kept well away from the plants. Okay. Okay, so... I'm, I'm just going to see what happens. We should come visit this tomorrow and see what changes. Okay. So are we all done for the night? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's about midnight by the time you guys lock up and leave the police station. Oh, well, it's been quite a day, but... um. Should probably head back home and get some rest. Yeah, it feels like I've been away from bed for a few weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You make it to Mulsado Lago. The home actually seems pretty unaffected by the weeds and such. The only thing that seems to have any kind of growth on it is the bridge. And it's only on the mainland side where you see the weeds are sort of, I guess, making their way across the bridge to the house. But, I mean, it's so far away. So you just notice the overgrowth, I guess you would say, on the mainland side. I kind of just take a note, a mental note of that. Okay. For later. You make it back to the house, no problem. Nighthawk is asleep on the couch. TV is blaring. Clem is in the corner, also asleep. 
I go put a 30 minute sleep timer on the TV. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna head to bed. It's been a long day. Yeah, um, have a good night, Clara. I'll see you in the morning. Yeah, good night. And I'll walk up to my room. I am also going to bed. Good night. Good night, Bellamy. Good night, Bells. Prior to heading up to my room, I actually stop off at the small library here and I look for an art history book. You easily find one. I will take that up and probably spend the next 30 minutes to an hour just kind of flipping through it, you know, just trying to see if anything catches my interest, glean any information that I can from it in preparation at having some form of normal conversation with Clara just so I have Mm. something to speak to her about because I am definitely feeling awkward around her. Okay. It's not long before Clem climbs up the little stairs and onto bed with you. I I give her a good tummy rub and uh, say goodnight to her. She does her three turns and plops down on the corner of the bed. Anyone doing anything else tonight? I'm going to journal my observation about the bridge. Okay. And just the highlights of the day, like the spring, the library trip, and Mr. M. Okay. You write all of that into your field journal. And then I turn in. The light is turned off. The house is quiet. You can all hear the waves as they splash onto the shore. And then you hear them again as the sun peeks through the curtains and a new day in St. Paxton greets you. Bellamy is up and making breakfast again. Okay. When I wake up, I would, after getting showered and ready, I will go down to the kitchen to see if Bellamy's made food. You know right away that she has. Oh, I can always count on you to make breakfast. You're so good. And coffee with cups. Oh, you are an angel. Thank you. Of course. How'd you sleep? Uh, pretty good. Yeah. Good. Um, you? Uh, good. I think we needed it. Gosh. Yeah, after like three weeks. It wasn't three weeks for us. I don't know how that works. Still a mystery. <laughs> yeah. But felt good. I wake up. I go through my routine shower. I'm a little bit more conscious of what I'm wearing today. I want to dress up nice. I spray on cologne. Um, it's pretty rare for me. And then I head downstairs with Clem and I immediately smell 
bacon and coffee and ah always a great smell is that you bells you know it of course it is coffee i Mm. need coffee and i proceed to pour myself a half cup of coffee and then i fill up the other half with uh, whatever type of dairy i could find I then place two full spoons of sugar, swirl it around, tap it twice, and then I sit contently in the kitchen with my cup of coffee. When finally the smells of the kitchen filter up to my room, I'll get up, immediately run to the bathroom, and then afterwards, when I'm washing my hands, I very loudly yell, Stop listening. <laughs> we I'll let her stop being so loud. <laughs> then I would like to go to the window in my room and see, like, what side of the house does it look out to? All of your rooms overlook the bay. So they do not look out to the mainland. Outside, is it sunny weather? It's always sunny in St. Paxton. Okay, I will open the curtains, and then I will hurry down the stairs to join the rest of my friends. As you make your way around the banister of the stairs, Nighthawk enters and places the red folder on the kitchen counter. Okay, I need uh, quick signatures, please. Yep. I'm going to try and... Okay, thanks. Right away, here you go. Thanks, Nighthawk. And Nighthawk leaves. At least we got that done for today. About 20 minutes later, after you've all had breakfast, Nighthawk returns. Oh, uh, So what have you guys been up to? What happened with all of the uh, crazy time things? And why were you guys missing for three weeks? It was actually really inconvenient because I haven't known you guys very long. And so then I had to tell everyone that, like, this is what they look like. We should care. And it was it was frustrating, to say the least. But I'm really glad that you're all back. Also, I might not be good at grocery shopping. We mostly have milk and eggs. Uh, in between breaths, um, Bell's left some food over there for you. Oh, thanks. That's real good. <clears throat> Anyways, I was thinking I might start looking into like trying to find my birth parents. You know, you guys have really been great, like foster parents, and I, but, ah, that's cool. But you know, I, I I don't know. Maybe like they're out there looking for me. Who knows, right? Yeah. What do you guys uh, do? You think that's a great idea or not? Uh, yeah, I, I think that's a great idea. Do you know anything uh, about them? Any? I think I remember my mom. Okay. Um, are you from the island originally, or I don't know? Memory's kind of foggy. So, what do <laughs> you think you remember about your mom? I remember, like, not so much a thing, but like a feeling, you know? I don't know. Maybe it's a dumb idea. No. No, no, it's not a dumb idea. Because maybe they're out there looking for you, too. 
Um, they could be on the island for all we know. Yeah. I mean, that's a- well, anyways, I was just letting you guys know what I'm up to. So, um, what are you guys doing? Got any good leads? Uh, yeah, we ran some tests. We need to go check on that today. Todd's doing science. Yeah. So <laughs> it turns out that a lot of these plants that have been overgrown are super toxic. So don't go walking into tall grass. Bad idea. You could get poisoned and die, like, immediately. I thought that it just sucked your blood out. <laughs> what? Oh, the plants. I thought they, like, just sucked the blood out of people. Isn't that what's happening? Where Where did you hear that? I deduced it from seeing the body with all of the suck marks on it. You're a bright kid. But you probably shouldn't share that with anyone. And should probably stay away from the plants. Definitely stay away from the plants. I also deduced that on my own, too. You're wise beyond your years. Yeah. Anyways. Well, if there's any way we can help you in searching for your birth parents, just let us know. Well, the crows are actually going to help me today. Okay. Anyways, we thought we were going to like just start the search, but mostly, like our biggest lead is that I probably have parents, so we're just going to go around and ask people. So, um, if you get any calls about me, just pretty much ignore them; it'll be fine. And um, we're just going to go and we have a list and everything. We're just marking people off, you know. Well, uh, and the crows are going to say if there's any resemblance. I don't. You know, know Nighthawk. Yes. The librarian has, like, all the manifests, so you would have come over on one of them with your parents, right? It's <gasps> a good idea. So Good idea! I mean, you're literally just looking at a list of names, but you might be able to, like, figure out something from that. Yeah. Todd B., you're pretty smart. Just a thought. Don't get lost in there for three weeks, though. <laughs> well, I mean, if I come up missing, I guess you guys know where to find me. That's true. Yep. So, please, don't forget about me. Oh. We would never forget about no. you. No way. It'd be really hard. Alright, bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. Good luck. Bye now. Goodbye. Goodbye now. So, shall we go back to the lab and see if you have results? How did she already figure that out? She's really smart. Yeah. Well, okay, you know, uh, there's like so many things going on. Like, what should we be focusing on? Well, we definitely have a lead for the plants and we should probably get the island under control uh, because those are kind of a big problem. Yeah, I'm really concerned about the missing kids and I feel like if we figure out what's going on with the plants, maybe we can help them. So, plants, missing kids... So probably, Todd, maybe you should definitely check up on the plant things. Um, I could go with you and help for science reasons. And then maybe 
Clara and Edward could look into the missing kids and see if you can get names and descriptions, like, you know, detective-y stuff. But we also have the mayor thing going on. Yeah, I'm I'm just so worried about the kids. Like, I, I want to focus on that. And I know the election's important, but... Well, if kids are dying, what does it even matter? Like, well, but are we even going to be able to continue investigating if someone else becomes the mayor? I I don't know. I, how, I mean, when is the election? Do we even know? No, no. She just said that we needed to. Well, I mean, I. Edward is going to be Clara's campaign manager anyway, so they can also talk campaign things while they're looking for kids. Yeah. And to be frankly honest, if we are able to find those kids and or get to the bottom of it, that is going to be huge for us to be able to kind of campaign to the people of St. Paxton because action speaks louder than words and we're taking action. That's true. Yeah. Uh, what kind of mayor would I be if I just let this go on th- the way it is? So this is what we'll do. Uh, Claire and I will go back to the station. We'll check um, the voicemails, see if there's any information that's been provided about the missing children. You guys, once we get back to the station, we'll split off, go to the labs, check the results. And then I think you should get together with um, Kemp Thorne and maybe have him get that compound going and if the results come up positive we need to start having them spray this island back yeah maybe we could even help with that mm-hmm. Ooh, also at some point clara we should uh-huh. get your camera out and get pictures of you spraying the planimals uh-huh. helping for the, the campaign of the nasties yes yeah and speaking of i want to get this film developed because i have pictures of carol and I, I don't know if that'll be helpful for the investigation, but I need to get the film developed at some point. Right. Okay. Well, I guess we know what we need to do. Um, let's head to the station. Yeah, sounds good. So as we head to the station, I strike up a conversation with Clara and I'm like, you know, Bellamy had a really good idea. If we could get some like photos of you, you know, with the Kenthorns, you know, working in the the gardens and, and seeing you kind of being active in the community, I think we could really use that to get ahead of our opponent. Yeah, that's, that's a good idea. And you're the poli sci expert. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I, um, and it, if you want, I, I, I could take those pictures for you. Um, I mean, I'm not a professional or anything, but <laughs> you could show me, maybe? Uh, yeah, I, I could teach you a few tricks. And um, maybe when we're out and about looking for the missing kids, we can do it while we're, while we're working. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, good plan. 
Sounds like a plan. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So a nice, nice day today, right? (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) What's Todd and Bellamy doing? Uh, I don't know. Looks like they're just. Todd and Bellamy are just walking beside you, listening. <laughs> so it's it's nice out today. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, that storm must have passed. Thank goodness. Are we there yet? For the love of God, are we there? Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're pretty close. Any uh, particular reason you're anxious to get there? Oh, we need to check the voicemails and the missing kids. We've got a lot of work to do, Todd. A lot yep. of work. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah, you gonna you gonna help me with any of that? Yes, of course. Awesome. Fixing all your paperwork. Mm-hmm. I I have really bad handwriting and spelling. Good. I can help with that. That's great. You guys are being helpful. Yeah, well, Todd is looking at me like it's not genuine, and I really don't appreciate it. Uh, are what? you not being genuine? I'm, I'm, al- I'm always genuine, Todd. What are you talking face. about? Hear his voice. That is not genuine, Todd. What? I I could really use help with spelling and, and grammar and, and stuff. I That's it's Todd, genuine. You're like a college graduate with a (laughs) teaching degree and you have bad spelling and grammar and you arrive at the police station well here we are i can always improve edward okay uh i mean i guess we all know what we need to do um i will meet you in the station clara yep We'll check those voicemails. I guess I'll walk up there with you right now, next to each <laughs> other. Yeah, since we're going at the same place. <laughs> yeah. Could you guys could just like get a room already? Good gosh. What? What? And Bellamy what you, walks we're off. We're going what? to the what? police station room to check voicemails. We need to go. I just give him a thumbs up and walk away. Are they acting weird? They're that was super weird. Right? weird. I don't yeah. know what's going on with those two. They're so, so awkward. It's I it's, know. Yeah. Right? Like what is happening? I don't know. Let's go check those voicemails. Okay. You get upstairs and the voicemails have all been written out for you by Nighthawk, who just has a list of missing kids and people. Hey, Clara, do you notice mm. anything odd about this list of missing people? Uh, they're they're all young except for one of them. Yeah. Why... Why is there one 88-year-old woman amongst 14 children? That seems to stand out to me. Huh. Well, I wonder like, what they all have in common, maybe. I think we should start there. Um, Maxine the- Cabernathy, age 88. 
Yeah. Um, let's get her address and maybe we could canvas that neighborhood and, and find out what happened when it happened. And, uh, then we can move on from there. But for some reason that just stands out in my mind. Yeah. That's as good a place as any to start. Maybe she had family or someone we can talk to. So I start flipping through the civilian address index that is in the station and I jot down the addresses of all of the missing people on that report. Great. You do that. You have all of the information that you need. Okay. Uh, I say we hit the road. Yep. Let's, let's do it. Great. Are we going to Maxine Cabernethy first? Yes. Yes. Okay. It doesn't take you guys very long to see that there is no house at this address. There's just a well. Wait, is is this the right address? Um, yeah, looks like it. From the houses next door, that's weird. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure I wrote down the right numbers. I was expecting a huh. house. Yeah, you'd think her address would be a house? Let's let's go check out this, this well. Is there anything unusual about it? Wait, I'm I'm having like a is it deja vu or for some reason well is standing out to me wait I I think I had a dream about this or or maybe in the dream somebody mentioned a well (sighs) I can't remember but I feel like this is important well let's go check it out (laughs) I just shake my head at Clara as I smile what do we see about this well? Is there anything unique about it? Is it covered? Is it open? You pull out your flashlights that were given to you, and you see that there are rungs down into the well. So there isn't anywhere to draw water, but there is a way to go into the well. Rungs like a ladder? Yes. Can we see the bottom with our flashlights? You cannot. I'm going to pick up like a little rock or something and drop it in and see if I can hear it hit the bottom. You can't. Huh. A short time later, you hear a sound. It sounds like a piano, like a children's piano. A single note. Did you, did you hear that? It did that come from in the well? It sounded like maybe a a piano. What? I pick up a slightly bigger rock and drop it in. 
No splash. A few moments later, you hear something that sounds like laughter, followed by a scream. There's somebody oh. down there. I need to go down. Yeah. I hold on to the flashlight with one hand and I just start clambering down. I follow. It takes you quite some time to get down there. And it's very dark. You feel water and you definitely feel a bottom. There's a strong current as the water rushes against your legs, but it never gets higher than maybe the very bottom of your kneecap. Uh, is there any kind of smell down here? Like- it actually smells pretty clean. Okay. I start swinging my flashlight around, trying to get as much light on as much area as possible. And I say, Hello? Is anybody down here? You don't hear any response, but you do see writing on the walls. I'll shine my light on it. You walk down different tunnels. So there are areas where it kind of goes to the right and then goes to the left. And you see a story. It's certainly written by a young person. And you read about a young boy whose mother brought him into the island. But then it doesn't make any sense as you turn a corner and you see the young boy was instructed to be a marching band. You turn another corner and you see this drawing of this big cross that seems to be kind of on its side. So if you think about like a Christian cross like that, but just tilted over onto its side. And you see on top of it, this machine. And its arm is like draped off of this thing. It's something that you can't quite describe. It's something you can't quite understand. But it's holding on to something undescribable and the thing seems to go on and on like whatever it's holding on to the drawing just keeps going and if you follow it it doesn't seem to have an end but when you look on the other side it says be the savior. I will continue to follow the drawing with my flashlight, kind of taking it in as much possible, looking for the missing children. 
you don't see any signs of life down here. And behind you, you hear that toy piano again. You turn around very quickly and there's a dark shadow in the corner. And your flashlights start to flicker. I immediately place myself in front of Clara and the shadow and then I smack at my flashlight trying to get it to stay on. You do that and as you hit the flashlight you're able to flash the light in a direction and it gets bright really fast and you both see the face of Mr. M but it's a very strange feeling because it doesn't quite look like him he looks very old and happy and he comes at you and says how did you find this place what do you wish for I'm, I'm sorry we were looking for some missing people and we found this well and we thought we heard a child's laughter um a scream are you Mr. M was it this child and he pulls a lump of clay out of the wall and you see a very familiar face a young nighthawk is pulled from the wall and you see that these drawings are not ink or stone or even a carving. It's Nighthawk's black hair just used to make the picture. Or is it this one? And he drops that Nighthawk into the water and it just dissipates. And he pulls down another Nighthawk. This one looks similar, but different. This one looks like a young boy, but definitely Nighthawk. You see, I'm trying to find out where the real Nighthawk is. Because then when I find the real Nighthawk... can find the real answers. <laughs> Do you know where the real night dog is? I'm going to reach out and grab Edward's hand. I will hold on to her hand and give her a, a squeeze, and then I just start kind of backing up with her, kind of pushing her behind me. Hey, look, I don't know what's going on here we're just looking for some missing children we're not here to bother you we'll just go ahead and head back out of here Mr. M takes a step back and almost mimickingly he does this grand gesture 
to let you out. And Clara, you didn't see this, but Edward, you know exactly who he's imitating. But he wasn't there when you made that same gesture to Todd to leave the elevator. If you see the boy Nighthawk, let me know. I'll give you the whole goddamn island. Edward, let's go. I'll start walking towards the other side with Clara behind me. I'm just kind of keeping my body in between the two of them. Why do you want Nighthawk? I don't want Nighthawk. I want Nighthawk's mom. She's the one that brought me here. On accident. <laughs> Wait. She'll protect him. <laughs> Who's her mom? She's the answer. Bring me that boy. And I'll leave you alone. (laughs) I'll just start backing up with Clara and while still facing him and start heading back to where we came from. As you do so, you notice that his body just starts slumping into the water. And it's like he's dissipating like that clay. As you leave the labyrinth, You'll notice that the walls have more story on them, but you're in a rush to get out. But you know that Nighthawk, whatever they are, was brought here by their mother. And their mother is a time traveler. As you leave and you climb out of the well, you see that the well is gone by the time you turn around. There's nothing. It's just an empty lot. Hey, are are you okay? Um, I don't know. What, what the hell just happened? I... I... I have no idea. None of that made sense. Did we... Did we just hallucinate, or... I don't know if that felt real. It felt so real. I don't know. I notice that I'm still holding Clara's hand, and... I kind of let go, embarrassed, and... We we probably should maybe head back and and let Todd and Bellamy know what happened and and I think we should look for Nighthawk. Yeah, I'm 
I'm worried about her. I, I don't... If she's out looking for her mom by herself, I'm, I'm, I don't want him to find her. We need to find her yeah. before somebody else does. Yeah, we should get Todd and Bells, though. Let them know okay. what's going on. Um, let's head back. Yeah. Clara and Edward. You both believe in the innateness of the goodness of mankind that at the core of people in society that there is good in everyone and sometimes you have to coax that good out of people but today you have encountered something that is not good but certainly resembles mankind. And you feel this belief that you've had that maybe you can find good in someone. Everyone's got a little something in them that can be grown. Maybe isn't true. And one of your pillars of sanity begins to crumble. Bellamy, you are bored as Tess is not in her lab, is nowhere to be seen, actually. I will begin making paper airplanes with Todd's forms. And I'm kind of just floating them around the lab. As you are making those paper airplanes you see some of the carbon copies of your manifests and you notice on the bottom the person whose name is scribbled out is katie with a d and as you're all sort of putting things together that just sort of clicks with you Todd, you make a startling discovery, but pretty much what you expected. The plant with the pink water is smaller. The plant with the blood compound is so small that it's really difficult to see that it's actually in that vial. And the plant with just the water left overnight, it was beside the plant with the pink compound. And that entire organism is pressed to the side of the tube that the pink liquid is on. Not getting out, of course, but certainly attracted. I annotate all of these observations in a journal. As you do that, as you go back over your notes, and as you realize that the compound that you need to make absolutely requires 
some amount of blood in order to work. There are certainly plants that get nutrition from other living things. They're certainly not the norm, and they certainly don't take over. You feel that the physical laws and the reality of scientific knowledge that you know, that you firmly believe in, are not so clear anymore. Things don't add up. And you feel this pillar of sanity begin to crumble. I sit just pondering over what to do with this information until I get hit by a stray piece of paper. Bellamy! God! What? Can't you do that somewhere else? Or help? I I am helping. That's, that's why I'm here, right? That's why I came here to the science lab to help. I do want to pick up the manifest and see the date on it. The date for the manifest was for last night. At that moment, Clara and Edward walk in. Muddy, visibly shaken. Uh, holy shit. Are you guys okay? Y- y- you look terrible. Uh, um, Are there like blankets or something in here, Todd? I, like shock blankets or something? Uh, no. Uh, I'll be right back. I run and grab... We have sheets from the morgue that are clean, so I'll just go grab those. I pull both Clara and Edward towards chairs, open chairs, any of them, and, like, sit them down. Here, uh, these are clean, don't worry. And I'll drape a sheet over both of their shoulders. Thanks, I... I don't, I don't even know how to how to explain what happened. Where did you guys go? It was the, um the, the, the missing people. The one of them they they were all kids except for one and we went to her address, but there there, there was no house, there was this well. Did, did you go in it? So you went down into a well? There's, there's, we heard something. We heard like laughter and then we heard a scream. And so we, we just, we ran down there and we saw something. Oh God, it was terrible. I'm very shaken. So at this point, I don't think I'm able to explain much more in detail. I'm like trembling and pale. I don't know how to explain what we just experienced, but we ran into somebody, something in the well. 
and this thing looked like Mr. M but older and happier that's creepy not good happy and he pulled on the wall and was able to form out of mud or clay or wall the likeness of Nighthawk but younger and said he was looking for Nighthawk and then pulled out another version but this one was a a male Nighthawk I don't know I maybe I hit my head and I hallucinated everything or I saw it too and he said that the key was to find her mother Nighthawk's mother and then he disappeared he disintegrated into the water and we just ran the last thing I remember as we got out was there was writing on the wall and it specifically said that whoever Nighthawk's mother is that she was a time traveler and when we got out of the well it was gone the well wasn't there anymore and look I I don't think I'm imagining this no it was so real and Nighthawk's out there right now looking for her parents I think we need to go find her because if other people are looking for her she could be in danger yeah uh, I mean I really don't want to see any more kids hurt and especially not her so uh, Bellamy what, what do you think my very first thought is mass hysteria but I don't know like I was trying to look that up in between things to see if that works with just two people or if that has to be like a large group. Mm. I think I'd at least want to do like a psychology check to see if maybe they're just having some issues with all of the stress that we're under, which makes sense. So you certainly could categorize this as maybe they shared an experience and probably one of them said this and then the other one was like yes that's what happened that's a you know can i roll a psychoanalysis just to see or is that not under that i mean for mass hysteria you really need to see more than two people because i mean what it is is the transfer of you know a thought or allusion to many people okay well i think bellamy's first reaction though is that this is a reaction to the stress that we're all under they're just 
dealing with so it. just general like hysteria yeah bellamy what, what do you think i mean yeah we we definitely don't want nighthawk to get hurt so we should find her um and we should get you guys home or maybe maybe just stay here i'm gonna talk to todd for a minute oh oh okay and i'll pull todd out into the hall what's up okay so just in case sure we should definitely find nighthawk and make sure that she's okay and maybe keep her around with us for a bit but um you know we're under a lot of stress and i think edward and clara might just be breaking a little bit and wait whoa whoa but there has been crazy stuff going on yes which would play into the issues that they're having you're telling me they could just concoct a story like this i mean one of them could have said it and the other one just could have picked it up it why are they all muddy and wet then oh i'm not saying they didn't go traipsing around in some water somewhere but i think that we should probably at least have them see a a professional just to be sure just to be safe i'm not saying i completely disbelieve them i just i want us to be on the safe side things are crazy and you are you feeling the pressure because i'm certainly feeling it uh i i just don't even know what's going on i this these plants and the blood and all this crazy stuff. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I feel you, Bells. I... Right. So let's go back in, get them settled. I'll look around, see if I can find anything about a therapist, psychologist, something in the area. And we will all make appointments and then go find Nighthawk. Uh, how, how are we going to broach this subject with them? Exactly. don't want to further upset them. So let's make it less about just them and like make it a group thing because the going to find Nighthawk is a, yes, we believe you and we're definitely doing what we're going to do, but also we should consider our own health as well. Yeah, no. Okay. I to be honest, that's probably the most reasonable thing I've heard in the last couple of days. Great. So let's uh, hope it works. Uh worst case, we think just say head home and, and take a shower or change and then come back and then that'll give us some time to to figure things out. Yeah. If if they just don't take it well. Yep. I, I'm really just going to let you lead and, and try to follow it up Ugh. as best I can. Yes, I love being a leader. 
I didn't take the class. Why did it have to be me? Uh-huh. All right. All right. We can do this. Let's just, let's do this. Uh, what were we out here talking about? You know, other than this. I had uh, girl trouble issues and it needed to be addressed right away. It's fine. And I walk back in. After a minute of pondering that, I follow her in. Okay, guys. Um, so, uh, first things first, we absolutely have to figure out how to find Nighthawk. Um, yeah. So, let's start discussing ideas for that. I am going to go upstairs and uh, just look around to see if there's any clues as to where she may have gone. And uh, we'll we'll go from there. But also, um, <clears throat> we should maybe consider our own health and safety as well. So, um, while I'm up there looking for clues as to where she may have gone, I'm also going to see if I can find, like, a local doctor or psychologist or therapist or somebody that we can like talk to other than just each other just so that we can because we're under a lot of stress right right todd and and i think that oh yeah we should um just be on top of that as well because a lot of stuff is on our shoulders you believe me right bells you believe that we we saw this I like I I know our our health is important, but like I I need you to believe me. I look at Clara and I hold her gaze for just a moment, and I look away as I say, "Yes, absolutely." Good. I'm- Good. Oh, wait. There's no good here. <laughs> you just need to assess some honesty. Can here. I roll anything against it? You sure didn't ask. You sure didn't ask. That's a one. You certainly think that she is doing the best thing for you and you believe that Bellamy is clearly less shaken than you are. And she is trying to protect you. But does she believe you? No. And a source of your stability is shaky. And you lose one point of stability. I think I'm not going to reply directly to it at the moment. But if anyone's looking at me, they can just sort of see me like just crestfallen. Like like a little piece of me just kind of broke because Bellamy has always been my support she was there when my parents died. She was there 
through everything I've needed her for, and now all of a sudden, she doesn't believe me. And I'm not going to say anything, but I'm just shattered. As you think on that, you think of a lot of times when maybe you just didn't see this before. Like so many times Todd has tried to coax you to talk about your parents. And you've always sort of believed that Bellamy believed the lie with you, right? Like this isn't a big deal because the story in my mind is true. And you see this look as she says, yeah. And you recount times around the table where she's had that same look where she'll exchange a look with Todd and what now they exchange knowing looks about you and your honesty and your ability to cope your ability to handle and explain the truth it's not just today it's systemic and that's where we're going to call it Oofa loofa. Please ask me the question. Ask it. I'm ready. <laughs> Did you guys have fun today? No. <laughs> no. You're ruining <laughs> my friendship. <laughs> That's what I do. Uh, my thumb is so much. That's <laughs> Junior okay. Moonflower. My heart. Uh. I feel like a complete asshole in real life. I am so. <laughs> fucking upset about this. I did not foresee the consequences. (laughs) (laughs) This episode was produced and edited by Hiroshi, and the opening and closing theme was created by Rob Anderson. Find them on Twitter at MaybeHiroshi and at PotentiallyRob. You can find the rest of the crew on Twitter as well. V is at TypicalVeronica, Mike is at One Gaming Lane. Fred is at I Think I'm Fred. Steph is at Starlit Firefly. And you can find me at Definitely Stacy. As always, you can follow the show as CAF Podcast and find a permanent link to the Discord in our bio. Want to take a look at the clues, information, or photos the cast stumbled upon during the recording? Head on over to our website at www.cafpodcast.com and click on the link labeled The Show at the top of the screen. If you want to help support the show, please share us with your friends on your preferred social media and leave us a five-star review on iTunes. You can also back us on Patreon by going to www.patreon.com slash podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, you should check out some of the other Geekling shows, such as Random Encounters, Sayer, or You're a Wizard, Harry. Hi Creepers, Mike Lane here. Just wanted to extend a special thank you to the wonderful people who help support us on Patreon. The Nerdly King and Matthew R. Harris. Their support and our other backers help make this podcast happen. Thanks again.